All right. Welcome everyone to Leadership Legacies and Legends Unleash. You know, the first few seconds of my sound, I always notice it comes from quiet to a little louder. So I give that first one or two minutes of welcome with purpose and with great joy. I'm your host, Mary H. Fernandez, and it's Women's History Month. This month, we're going to get right into our topic because I want you to experience some of the thoughts and concerns and passions that all of us experience on life's journey. You know, on one extreme, something good is going on. On the other stream, there's a lot of horror and devastation, but we must continually be courageous and forge forward. So in honor of Women's History Month, our topic today is comfort foods, joy triggers of our lives. Comfort foods, joy triggers of our lives. You know, I was having a quiet moment this morning and the alarm went off and I was so amazed because it, it's the it's automatic thing, you know, and it went off at 533. And it's not my alarm because I don't set alarms because I don't wake up to alarms, but you adapt, right? So I was there and thinking and wondering for a few seconds and all of a sudden I said, okay, Lord, I'm ready to get up. You know, had that little quiet time with the Lord and all of a sudden I get up and I'm ready to roll for the day. And next thing you know, I look at the clock and it is not six o'clock. It is 533. I laughed at myself because I said, oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm ready to rock and roll with this day. So I'm up and I stayed up, had my morning coffee, not coffee this time, but I had my morning hot drink. And um, here I am, uh, just joyful to be alive and joyful to be here. Before we continue on, I wanted to take a moment. Um, I want to honor women of influence right now invisible in our eyes and in our lives, in our present and in our past. I want you to check your life. Honor with honor. That means honor and integrity and sincerity. Those women who impacted your life while they are living. You know, you may be 91 years old, 85, 55, 45, 30. There's women that have impacted your life on your journey. But the good, even if you maybe didn't understand who they were in their imperfections. But if you have flowers to give, make sure you give them while they're living. And my one of my great mentors who led me to so many other mentors said so many words that I could share a hundredfold, but I want to stay on task, okay? <laughs> Courageous women, I salute you. Ukraine, 3LU stands with you. Looking at the news is not easy, but we see what we see. You know, the women of Ukraine, I see you holding the hands of your children who are holding something of comfort in their hand. Sometimes that thing in their hand is a toy, a doll, a stuffed animal, but it's a touchstone. It's an anchor to keep them connected to some good memory. So I honor you moms who and women mothers, daughters, sisters, cousins who are doing your absolute best to carry on and do what you have to do. And I honor the strength of courage you have because many are leaving fathers, sons, 
husbands, brothers to stand for their country. So stand for something, you know? He said, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I mean, our eyes are open. Back to the topic. I want to turn the, the tide right now to a topic I use as encouragement. Um, one of them is the scripture that includes the words, think on whatever things are good, kind, and of a good report. Sometimes, you know, we're not feeling so happy and we're not feeling so good and we just feel miserable and we want to stay miserable. And so how do you train yourself to get out of misery? Because misery is a, a drowning pit. It is, it is, um, it's a descending place. This is not an elevation place. So when you can check your mind and check your heart, think on whatever things are good and kind and of a good report. It will rally up some joy in your heart and it will help you comfort yourself and it will help you restore your mind so that you can be about your life and be about your work. So comfort foods, they connect to memories. Even some of the funny, crazy recipes and moments in your life, they're like touchstones. I mean, sometimes when we're younger, we eat almost anything someone puts in front of us. It can be healthy, unhealthy. I mean, and then we grow up and we make sure we eat all of that thing that we like to our heart's desire. But we want to keep the priority of a quality of life and health as we choose the foods we eat. So with that said, let's go to the topic of comfort foods. So I want you to share as you listen, or maybe even take notes about some of the moments in your life that are connected to comfort foods. Now, when we were children, we had this thing where we all had chores. We all had household chores. And one of my chores was that I loved was in the kitchen. You know, we had nieces and nephews and all of us were like one big happy family, even with the other things that you someday grow up and say, you, oh, I just hated that and I hated this and I hated that. But we're talking about, think on whatever things are good in canon of a good report. We had joy in that childhood of loving one another with all our faults. So one of the dishes that I would cook in this big pan that I still have, that big pan that I still have, one uh, was a pink, I ain't going to tell y'all that. You might get a little sick on the stomach. <laughs> But I made it into this big pan and I, I still have that pan. It's a touchstone. I would have the pleasure of making sure everyone's stomach was full. And I think mostly I did this on weekends, not on school days. I don't think I did it on school days. I would cook eight fluffy pancakes as the first serving for anyone that wanted eight. A stack of eight with syrup and butter poured all on top. And then if they wanted more, because boys... And girls had hearty appetites. And then four pancakes. If that's if they wanted more, they could have two pancakes. And if they wanted more, they could have one pancake. So only the hearty appetites ate that. But the joy of seeing that batter poured in the pan, the little bubbles that will come up, the golden crispy edges, and then flipping that pancake. Oh, my goodness. That was such joy for me. Cooking the pancakes was joy. Serving the pancakes were a second piece of the joy and satisfying and, and helping was joy. So I enjoyed that. I cooked them and I learned how to cook them from my parents. Our parents, you know, were hardworking of parents like many of your parents and like many others. And the skills we learned to help one another freed them up to go to work 
do what they did to elevate the family. And they got a chance to sleep because we had chores. And that was awesome. Sometimes we hated those chores, but we just didn't understand. Now, on my favorite recipe, do you have any favorite recipes? Well, one of mine was designed around the holidays, particularly Christmas and Thanksgiving. This comfort food memory was my first real recipe that I created. With all the joy of the holiday, we would have collard greens as leftovers. We would have rice as leftovers. And we would have eggs in the house and, and onions. I love that. So I'd start this dish with, and I, I think I, I think I was just, uh, I don't know how tall I was, but being able to cook, that means you were growing up. Being trusted with the stove, oh yeah, that felt like confidence. A real confidence builder, you know? So I would take and put, fry up the onions, throw in the rice, throw in the collard greens, and then throw in an egg and toss it all together, then serve it up to myself. No one else liked that dish. But that to this day is still one of my favorite dishes. And I have such joy in my heart for that dish because I created it in my mind. So just a moment to, for those just coming in, I am your host, Mary Hasbro Fernandez of Leadership Legacies and Legends Unleashed. This platform is to showcase stories, inspiration, positive and impactful people who have a story to share, to who have impacted the lives of others and who have made it and created legacies and legends that are still living on in the lives of others. So let's continue on. So here we go. There was this, there is this wonderful young woman in my life. In my adult life, she was launching her business and it was a pampering party. And she kicked it off with her family and friends. I went to her house and it was like a feast, y'all. I mean, I was expecting cookies, little something, Kool-Aid, little, little soda or something. And I don't drink soda right now, but I was expecting a little repast because that's all you want to have when the ladies come to have a lot of fun. But sometimes people turn it into family reunions, girlfriend time, and it was truly fun because we got a lot of work done, but we also had a lot of food fun. She created, she showed me, I mean, she served up this giant punch bowl cake. To this day, it was one of the most beautiful um, cakes I had ever seen because you could control what's in that cake. I don't know who, where the recipe originated from, but that became a staple in my family. And I want to say thank you to Miss Dale. She knows who, who she is. I tell you, we, as I mean, love cooking for my family. And, you know, I have two generations. And so for the second generation, I was able to cook this dish and it and I can control how much fruit is in it. And the dish itself is so pretty. And everything that's in it is already like the pineapples, um, the, the blueberries, all these things that's in that punch bowl cake were, you know, almost like ready for you to use. So all you had to do was just make this cute little uh, put together and you can control the intensity of how much cake is in there and how much fruit is in there and all the other wonderful ingredients. If you like that recipe, please do check me out over in um, the 3LU's uh, community because we have our own special community that is forming and growing. 
So that punch bowl cake is now a staple in our lives. I mean, when I make it, it can be gone in less than a day. Why? Because it's, I make them healthy as I can and I stack them full of fruit, 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 fruit. <laughs> Here's another fun comfort food touchstone. When we were little, and I love using my life as a reference because I want to steer you up to look at your life and look at some of the joyful moments in the midst of your storms or in the midst of your becoming that gave you a, a touchstone reference point. My father would work um, late, late, late shifts and he would read a book a night. He could probably read two books a night. And uh, he had stacks and stacks of books. So both my parents were readers. And he would come home first thing in the morning. And my job being cooking and breakfast, I look forward to the weekends because school is school. Got to put that time in for school and you got to be fresh in the morning for school. So they would clean the drain at the place my dad worked. And in the drain was tons, well, lots and lots of crabs, fresh, alive crabs of all sizes so when they would clean the drain where would you dump those crabs many of the men would dump them in bushels in bushel sized baskets and take them home and my dad would come in the house tired from work didn't have to worry about a thing uh, because uh, breakfast was there mom was probably getting up for uh, work and school but you know we had such a routine around the house where we were helping out but didn't really realize how much we were helping out so I had the pleasure of taking that bushel of live crabs and I enjoyed myself. Most of the family would still be asleep. I would be in the kitchen. I'd have water running in the basin so that I could dump the crabs in there. I didn't have to do that. I could have washed them while they were in the basket. But I poured the crabs into this large double zinc that we had. And some would jump out and run across the floor. And of course, I had tools to pick them up and get them back in there. I don't even think I had gloves on or anything to protect myself. This was a cooking adventure. So the end result was this. By the time people woke up in the house, they had double fried crabs that had the back off and everything. They had single fried crabs. They had steamed crabs. And of course, they had anything else they wanted to eat. Woohoo! That was so much fun, I tell you. So cleaning that drain became a treat for a lot of families. We got those fresh crabs. Now, I want you to share a comfort food story. Just, you know, just let me know some of your comfort food stories, okay? So this month, we want to get um, back, on, back on track, back on track. This month, I put some things in place while you're thinking about your recipes and we get ready to turn the curve a little bit. I know that you have some sincere, amazing stories to share. So please do put those in there. I'll tell you another, another one that comes to mind. I was a little girl and my mom's sister lived right down the street. Of course, y'all know these are comfort food memories, touchstones of your life. And sometimes we would have the big Thanksgiving dinner at her sister's house. And then other times we'd be at our home. You talking about family, big family. I think those who know me, we used to fill up an entire pew with family. And then cousins would fill up another pew. 
And we had quite an extensive um, family. And one of the things that was so cute or amazing was when we had home goings of icons in our family, I think we took up a whole half the church. And uh, that's just touchstone memories. So we went to Thanksgiving at my auntie's house. And at my auntie's house, we had, oh, I don't know how in the world we had the capacity for all that joy and all that family, but it was really something. I think I asked for seconds or thirds. I don't really know. But my auntie put this big old turkey leg in my plate. My eyes just popped as I looked at that big old turkey leg. So the joys and the sparks of those little teeny memories, I tried to recreate them as I became a woman and had my beautiful family. And I say beautiful because you're blessed to be a blessing. And therefore, through it all, when you can leave those touchstones, those memories, those points of reference to let you know that you made it, that it's it's just going to be all right. And so that's, that's a touchstone memory of food. Food, whew, comfort food. Who in the world thought of that terminology? Let me tell you one more. Rolls. How many are familiar with home-baked rolls? My dad had a secret thing he did for his rolls. I have that little sheet of paper that I took off a cabinet that he had when we were children. And I had that little secret recipe that he, tool that he used to make his rolls fluffy, melt in your mouth, delicious. Fish and rolls. Fish and rolls was our early morning Sunday dish. My dad would get up and go to uh, early morning service. We would be getting up. He would leave uh, rolls rising or dough rising. And he would have fresh rolls ready for us and fish. Maybe fish were in those drains. I never even thought about that. But we had bountiful fish and bountiful uh, rolls. Oh, we could eat three, four, five of those. So that's enough of that. That's enough of that. So we're going to get ready to wrap up today. And I want you to let me know what are some of the touchstone comfort memories of your life. I... um have four things I'm working on right now to empower and enrich the lives of women that come across my path. I want you to encourage yourself, get out the gate and do what you need to do for you in honor of Women's History Month. You know, one of the programs that you'll be able to find over on my website, which is wohibymary.com, you'll be able to find Start Your Own. Entrepreneurship is a great way to save yourself. I remember a wonderful woman did a speaking engagement and she said that side hustle is is not just a side hustle anymore. It's a way to redirect your life, change your life and pay them bills or build a whole new level of living. And you also make it possible for others to have careers. So consider starting your own business. And I have the ABCs of that so that we can keep it simple. Yes, there's tons of free information out there, but this comes with your mentor and your coach. Another one is a mini master series on social media. 
you know, I am relatively new to social media compared to some of our children who were born with a computer in their hands, iPhones and all the technology of the world. But I have become pretty self-sufficient. And I encourage those who are building their businesses where you don't have the funds and you don't have the money to do all the things you want. Yes, there are grants out there, but who's going to tell you about those grants? Yes, there are resources out there, but have you made the connection? All right. So sometimes you have to create scholarships. You have to do what you have to do to fund your dream. And as you fund your dream, remember to reach back and pull someone else with you. Then you may even want to consider being a guest on a podcast so that people can know of what you do. I just fell in love with a new author and she did just that. And I can't wait to reach out to that author. And finally, start your own podcast. So there are four programs that I have right now that are in full swing registration and I encourage you to check them out. As we get ready to close, you know, I always say show up in spite of how you're feeling. Show up in spite of how you're feeling. My mentor fought, uh, lived her life and was hit with uh, a, a serious ailment when she was in her 40s. And she began to teach us to take care of ourselves, drink plenty of water and do all those things that you need to do. Because she said that snuck up on her because she was living her life um, like she was much younger. So look over your life and let's make the little changes that will help. But that beautiful mentor showed up for most of my entire career until God called her home. So this episode is not only celebrating Women's History Month, it is in, it is in loving memory of my father-in-law. My father-in-law, the last few days of his life were like a miracle. And I didn't want to publicly say anything until everybody in the family had um, been informed and that all of us could come through this um, <clears throat> I don't know how you put it, but like one of my, my, my beautiful team members said to me, what an honor to be in heaven's escort. And so to all the family members that are there, um, and that are able to be there, your heaven's escorts. He passed at age 96. His loving kindness and impact on the lives of many, including mine, will be a heart treasure a touchstone forever. So live your life to the fullest, everyone. Make the best of every day that you have. Think on whatever things are good, whatever things are kind, whatever things are of a good report. Comfort foods that are like touchstones and memory markers in your life. This is your host of Leadership Legacies and Legends Unleashed, Mary Haswood Fernandez. I thank you for listening today. I thank you for tuning in today and I challenge and encourage you to subscribe, like, follow, and find us on all your favorite listening sites. God bless and have a wonderful day. Thank you, everyone.